Hello and welcome back to the Prodigy Podcast. My name is Hassan and today we are doing something a little different. That's right. Um, I am re- I am recording a review of an instructional. This is an audio review to go alongside a written review um, that is going to be published today as well. So if you prefer something a little lengthy, because this is going to be short, sharp and sweet, um, so it doesn't take up too much time of your day. Um, there is a longer, more kind of thought out well, longer, more, I guess, wordy interview um, that kind of goes into a bit more detail um, that I've written and it's going to be published on my Instagram. Um, there'll be links to there. I'm going to publish it on Medium, actually. Um, but there'll be links kind of on my social media. So go check it out um, uh, at the Prodigy Podcast if you don't follow already, if you kind of prefer a written review. Um, but Today I'm going to be reviewing Wrestling for Jiu-Jitsu which is um, produced and released by The Grapple Club. Um, if you don't know The Grapple Club, uh, they produce kind of, um, they're a UK band that produce BJJ instructionals, um, some awesome apparel media as well as kind of loads of other stuff. Um, so yeah, I've uh, this is the first instructional that I'm reviewing but um this is by no means the first instructional that um I've uh I've gone out my way to purchase um but yeah we digress um so to start off the review I think the first thing is to just kind of talk about um the instructional as in terms of actually using it um it's something that I didn't expect when I um bought this instructional um I usually expect these things to be kind of either one massive long six hour video that I have to kind of watch and then if I need to go back I have to remember where I kind of need to go and stuff like that or it's kind of lots of little videos that you download or stream online but what the Grapple Club have uh, very kind of nicely done is um, set up uh, the instructional like an online course um, similar to I know, a photography course that you'd kind of sign up to online or an open university thing um, so it is literally set out in a course format so you chapter by chapter are split into sections it marks your progression throughout the kind of instructional uh, throughout the instructional you can mark things of incom- as incomplete if you uh if you kind of haven't finished it yet or you want to go back to it and you want to kind of note it down and change and it's just like it's far easier for you to go through the instructional in my personal opinion um and it also just allows it to be i think it just adds an element to it that i think instructionals have been missing before um which is kind of setting it out not only as an educational piece in terms of what you're learning and like how they're teaching and how the instructor's teaching, but also in the format in which you ingest it. Um, so yeah, I think that was just a really nice touch and I, uh, I look forward to seeing what gra- uh, the Grapple Club do with it. Um, but onto the, um, uh, onto the actual content of the instructional. So, um, if I haven't said this before, um, this is Wrestling for Jiu-Jitsu, um, which is um, instructed by Cam Atakuru. Cam is the head coach at ASW Manchester, um, uh, a very accomplished grappler across the board. Um, and one of the things he's known for is his wrestling and his stand-up grappling. Um, so Wrestling for Jiu-Jitsu was a really nice um, idea, I thought, of kind of uh, for a particular instructional because I... Uh, especially at the lower levels, we don't see a huge amount of stand-up grappling. I'm not saying there aren't talented 
grapplers on the feet as well and BJJ and grapplers on the feet, jiu-jitsu competitors on the feet. Um, but I think that you do see people who have um, well-rounded stand-up grappling, well-rounded wrestling for jiu-jitsu um, be successful both on the feet and on the ground because of, and I think the confidence on the feet does translate um, to when things hit the deck, if you will. Um, I think there's also an element of if you understand wrestling and understand how things work on the feet, that can translate to your knowledge on the ground. Uh, people don't really, I don't think, it's not talked about a huge amount. Um, those things are kind of, those lines are usually kept quite separate. But I feel like, you know, your knowledge of how to shoot a double leg takedown can also um, aid your knowledge of kind of smash passing someone. Um when you're kind of dealing with someone's guard so yeah I think that uh, as well as being obviously you know an instructional that's going to help you with your stand-up grappling um, and I'll touch on this later but it also will help you with your kind of your the BJJ side if you will um, so I'm going to break this down kind of chapter by chapter I'm not going to spend a huge amount of time kind of going into the technique because obviously you know that that's what the instructional is for if you if you like the sound of it then definitely go out and purchase it um and i'll kind of tell you at the end of this whether i recommend whether i personally would recommend purchasing this or not um but uh, i'm going to break this down chapter by chapter and just touch on what each chapter focuses on if you will so chapter one kind of lays out how um the rest of the structure of the chapters are going to be um so the first chapter is on um the collar tie it's one of the most common engagements you see when you kind of if you go watch a bjj match um if someone hasn't kind of immediately either pull guard or shot for a takedown for like a double leg or a single leg um what you usually see is some sort of tie-up obviously um and the most common one i would say you see is the collar tie so it was a nice one to open with um and what Ataku really lays out well is the foundations of the um the kind of concept if you will and the position itself before he goes into techniques uh, like the wrestling takedowns and the techniques themselves so he kind of goes through the major and minor points of control really well um and then kind of talks about how you manipulate your opponent from those positions and then moves on to um, two techniques, um, the Asian turn and the duck under. Um, what I really like about those techniques is that, and and to quote him, he's still keeping it, he keeps in mind the passive aggressive BJJ player. So um, what's nice about this is this isn't a wrestling for, uh, wrestling for jiu-jitsu instructional by someone who only knows how to wrestle and doesn't know BJJ and doesn't know or doesn't know any kind of um, groundwork, if you will. So he does understand that, you know, this is why it's wrestling for jiu-jitsu rather than wrestling separately. You Keeping in mind that passive-aggressive jiu-jitsu player who is going to maybe let you have an easy takedown to then try and attack your legs or take your back or whatever their kind of game plan is um so when he is going through these techniques um as well as obviously showing you them well and he really he does these in kind of a really precise way and um it's just really easy to digest um he also kind of makes sure that he reminds you of 
how when you do hit i keep saying hit the deck i don't know why this is a phrase that's kind of ended up uh, i've ended up saying but when you do get to the ground what you're thinking about how you're going about um positioning yourself once you go to the ground so that's really nice um and a nice way to start off the instructional i thought chapter two he moves on to the over under um again i mean another common position that you will end up in um, when you're grappling if someone hasn't immediately shot for something two of my favorite techniques on the instructional i have to say uh the basic lateral drop and the advanced lateral drop again before this he goes over the basics of the position how to go from kind of a 50 50 level of control between your own opponent to turn the tides your way to an 80 to 20 so um, the position is in your favor rather than equally between you and your opponent and just highlighting those small details to avoid giving your opponent the opportunity to pummel. And um, he does go into pummeling a bit from this position because obviously that's really important from here. Then again, from here, he's contextualizing. He continues to contextualize all of the techniques and all of the positions for BJJ. Um, so he's continuing to remind you, you know, what you're looking out for how if when you're doing these things um if there are risks how to avoid those risks so yeah he then does the basic lateral drop which is again to quote him uh kind of like you're slide tackling your uh your opponent but in a wrestling way if you will um he does this in a really clear and uncomplex way building on those principles of the on not only on what he's just gone over um but builds on some of the principles of the previous chapter as well um Personally, I think the lateral drop is powerful technique if used well. Um, in the basic or the advanced one that I'm going to uh, go on to in a second. I think people sometimes are afraid of committing to something like that. Like any technique, if you learn it well and you know you understand it, you're you're not risking a huge amount, especially with BJJ, where something where like once you end up on the floor, you're not you've not lost anything because you haven't been swept or anything like that you've attempted the takedown so they haven't gained any points if you're working on a point system so yeah i think i would advise all people out not to be afraid of learning and attempting this technique these techniques and especially as that's what the whole point of practicing these things in the gym is for and then he'll go on to the intermediate lateral drop uh, it's, he uses some nice examples of Cormier, uh, Daniel Cormier using easy name MMA famously uh, on Dan Henderson. It's a brilliant technique and something that, again, kind of when you see for the first time, similar to when you see someone get suplex, you're like, oh, shit, like I'm, I'm never doing that. Why would I do that? The, uh, there is a little bit of kind of hesitance in doing something that you commit to so so heavily. Um, but once it's broken down it's far easier to understand and understand the concepts behind it and i think that's what cam does really well is he um when he's showing you these techniques it's all about he kind of highlights the importance of footwork um and the import and you know it's all kind of all about the positioning of yourself um so yeah once it's broken down it's far easier to understand um definitely the the can intermediate or advanced lateral drop i'm sure it's the advanced lateral drop is uh is my favorite technique um by and large over all the other ones intermediate lateral drop i've just checked <laughs> once he breaks it down focusing on offsetting your opponent i think it's a fantastic technique and it's also um, a position that you know you end up in uh 
staff side control position and you know that's always great you're not having to deal with a guard once you've taken someone down which um can be what is what sometimes what you see often when people kind of manage to retain their guard when if you shoot a sloppy double leg or something like that um so yeah um uh, that is chapter two and uh i think uh probably one of my favorite chapters overall on a side note, um, he also uh, describes uh, the over-under position um, similar to uh, doing a ballroom dance with your opponent, which uh, I really like and actually is uh, not far off, I think it will. And I think it'd make ballroom dancing far more interesting if they added takedowns to it. Um, maybe that's what wrestling is. Maybe it's just ballroom dancing with wrestling uh, with, <laughs> with takedowns added to it. Anyway, onwards to chapter three, which is the single leg. Um, so after two chapters of focusing on attacking and breaking down your opponent, uh, breaking down the most useful tie-ups we see in BJJ, um, the collar tie and the over-under, um, we switch to single legs. Like before, he lays out the foundations of displacing your opponent um, and your own fundamental movements kind of before approaching the takedown. And I think that's similar to when you do you watch BJJ instructionals. It just makes life so much easier rather than just jumping straight into the technique. Um, just laying out the foundations and the principles of a position, especially in this context, because wrestling isn't something that maybe people have as much of an advanced knowledge in. Um, you do kind of have to take that beginner approach um, of understanding the details of positioning yourself and your opponent um, before you get into the techniques themselves. So I won't break down every single technique um, in the single leg, like I said, but um, one of those options is the knee tap finish, um, which is a really nice way of countering the issue of a single leg defense. In a, uh, It's kind of given in a concise way that when you can watch the first time when he kind of examples the technique can seem like a bit of blur, uh, seem like a bit of a blur. But, you know, once it's broken down to its core mechanisms, especially the footwork, it's really easy to learn. Um, so, yeah, unlike some instructionals where this, um, it can sometimes seem like, uh, you know, you kind of, you've watched it and then you're not... Uh, you know you haven't kind of ingested the technique what i really like about this and i think um it's credit to both the instruction and the production is that it is given you kind of you do feel like you're passively learning always um and you're always kind of ingesting um the details of the technique um i think part of that as well is kind of the fact that these things are broken down like you are given the foundations in one video and then you move on to then a particular technique um so yeah i think because of its concise format and the instruction as well um it does lean itself to you kind of feeling like you're passively learning all the time one last note on that that i missed as well was the um one thing that uh Atakura really does is um show you that um just because you know that that fear that everyone has that you shoot for a single leg and you get guillotined um and what he really does is show you that you know uh to quote him you know he's strangling me which is a ball lake but uh which it obviously is but he does show you that there is a way of still committing to those takedowns and ensuring that you know your neck is safe once you uh go to the ground um um 
and so you kind of get past that misconception that now um, there's no way I'm shooting for uh, any single leg takedowns or kind of double leg takedowns because it's it's just gonna it's just gonna end up with me being guillotined on the floor. So that's really nice as well. Right, and then we move on to the next bit. I told you there was going to be some groundwork uh, uh, involved in this. Um, wrestling style guard passing, which is chapter four. This is really good. This is really cool. Um, it's uh, one of the things that I personally have been taught, um, which is the cradle. Um, it's maybe unconventional for those who uh, may not have come across it, but it is highly effective if done properly. Um, and as poor Mark Linders endures uh, being demonstrated on, um, it can be uh, quite uncomfortable as well. Um, so Atakuru highlights that, you know, although these passes can be a challenge at a higher level, they can still be applied just because, um, you know, there are certain things that are risked at a higher level, things like leg locks and stuff like that. Um, it doesn't mean that they can't be applied um, and for those who uh, love a Darcy and Anaconda, um, this is uh, this is probably one of the passes that you should learn because it does set it up beautifully. Um, I have seen the Darcy choke before um, when I got taught the cradle pass, but I've never seen that Anaconda set up. Um, so that is really nice. Um, again, I'm not going to delve into the techniques. Um, uh, as I've said before, they're they're clearly laid out they're well laid out um i can say without a shadow of doubt that once you kind of uh you've watched you kind of gone through the course that you know these techniques are uh, there's not a single one where you watch it and you go i have no idea what they've just shown me so they are really um well laid out and he does set out a base um for the passing like he does um for the stand-up he sets out your base of what understanding what the cradle is and then gives you the techniques and then gives you how to problem solve against those techniques. So one technique flows into another, one submission flows into another. Um, and so, yeah, um, the wrestling style guard passing is really nice. And one of the things that Atakura highlights is the gap in BJJ players' ability to take down um, someone and then and the the kind of the gap from taking down someone to transitioning to like a side control position it's something that most people are aware of but whether they're successful or not I don't think it's as high of a percentage um, I'm not by no means I mean everyone but I just think that there is that level of you take someone down or the people who are well versed in their stand-up obviously do know how to transition well um, with keeping kind of all your wrestling and BJJ things in mind, your jiu-jitsu things in mind um, when you're transitioning. But um, I think what the wrestling style passing um, shows is that it, it shouldn't be underrated. Um, you know, he nods towards the success of Khabib, but blends this with other more BJJ-leaning techniques to build a strong level of guard passing from transitions that we may kind of have seen before or you already know um, and kind of things like trapping the legs that most notably anyway by Khabib and people like that but it all flows uh, into one another um, and Cam demonstrates at the end just how easily you can drill that and flow it. And that gives me a nice segue into drills. Um, it's the final chapter of the... Um, 
the instructional. It's something that you do see on some instructionals, not but all. Um, I think because this is a wrestling for jujitsu instructional, um, it does facilitate having a drill section more um, viably. But, um, you know, we don't often see these drill sections in instructionals and it really supports your learning uh, of those basic principles of completing the takedown. Um, I think that with this you it just it just means that because sometimes you watch an instructional and then you can go and practice techniques in the gym but when you are learning concepts things like how to move your opponent around and uh, especially when kind of if you haven't done any wrestling before I think the fact that you do have a drill sections means that you know immediately you have something that you can go and apply um, as a drill in the gym and or in your living room at the moment uh and then use that to then move forward into learning the techniques as well. So similar to the way uh, he's been presenting the techniques and the principles, he's giving you a foundation to kind of build on those principles, build on understanding the over-under and the collar tie and the single leg positions, and then applying the practice of learning those techniques to that. Um, overall, I think this is a fantastic production. I've really, I really enjoyed going through it. Um, I did it in two sittings. You could do it in one if you've got the time. Um, my only uh, thing would be maybe it could have been, you, you could have more, but I think for the price you are getting, you know, a really good value for money here. So um, yeah, I, I probably would have paid more if I got more, but for the amount that uh, you're paying, I think, you're bang on the money there if not more uh you're getting more for what you more than what you paid for um i think for anyone who is considering um building a stand-up game you know who's eager to kind of learn some stand-up grappling if they haven't learned too much already this is perfect for you but also those who just want to refine or kind of learn some new net techniques um i think this is can you know this is can be as valuable to you as well i think um personally as someone who's done a bit of wrestling already, I think it's great for me to kind of still look at and learn the foundations from someone and um, revise those things. But also there's some techniques on there that I've never seen before. Um, and so I'm really good to try out. Don't think I'm going to be trying them out in my living room at the moment, unless I want to get told off for a hole in a wall. But um, I'm looking forward to trying them out. So, yep, that is my review. Um, I would say it's a recommended purchase for me. It's um, well worth your money. Um, but let me know what you think. Um, give me a shout on Instagram or kind of uh, email me, uh, theprodigypodcast at gmail.com um, with your thoughts on it or uh, and your thoughts on this review. I'd really like to hear what you think. Um, and as well as that, if you'd uh, like to find out a bit more uh, in a bit more detail, go check out the uh, written review that uh, I've published as well. So I look forward to hearing from you guys and I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I'll see you back next time. Fully caffeinated to the Prodigy podcast.